Hello and welcome to the Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. Faithful ballot Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure Protection Incorporated. The Green Hornet strikes again. with small stores and shops, most of them owned by dealers in fruits and vegetables, farm delicacies, and special foods for holidays. A large car turned into the street and moved slowly until it reached Cartosi's market. No one noticed the small object that flew from the car window toward the fruit store. The car suddenly leaped ahead with a great surge of power and speed. A moment later, a blast shook the neighborhood. Hey, Miss Case. Mr. Reed in? Uh-huh. Are you surprised? Yeah, I am surprised. Don't tell me that last night's bombing got him down to the office before noon. <laughs> Something got him here. It might have been the bombing. Oh, but look, Gunnigan, sometimes Britt Reed tries very hard to do as his father wants. Sometimes. But only sometimes. If he'd hit the ball all the time like the old man did, he might make a publisher. 
I'll never forget when I was made city editor. Can you remember that far back? Yes, I can remember that far back. <laughs> Mr. Reed in his office? <laughs> yes. Experts with him. Well, he don't count. Hey, Mr. Reed. Oh, Gunnigan, I'm glad you're here. I was just going to buzz you. Well, I got something on my chest, but you talk first. Axford and I were just talking about that bombing last night. Yeah? I had a theory about it, Gunnigan. That ought to be good. Uh, Gunnigan, after the last war, there was a regular wave of racketeer bombings and shootings. Do you remember? The Roaring Twenties? Yeah, I remember them. I was telling Reed about them. Do you suppose we're going to have to go through the same thing all over again? What's Axford's theory? By golly, Gunnigan, I'm glad you asked that. Axford brought have... something to my attention. Look at this picture. It's a picture I had at home. It's a lug I helped jail a long time ago. Dynamite Fletcher. I remember him. Did you help call him, Axford? That I did. That's when I was on the cops. Fletcher went down for a 10 to 20 stretch. And he done the limit. But he got out a couple of years ago and dropped out of sight. Yeah, we had a squib when he got out. I remember it. Axford says that last night's Cartosi bombing and the earmarks of the old Fletcher gang. It was the same technique, Gunnigan. The cops found hunks of iron pipe. And that's the way Fletcher used to make his bones. He'd load a hunk of two-inch pipe with dynamite and a cap. A hunk of fuse was lighted, and the works was tossed out of a car. The ends were plugged, of course. The ends of what? Of the iron pipe! Now, here's the point, Cunningham. With a lot of food controls lifted and a lot of money in circulation, the specialty shops are going to do a whale of a business this season. They did a whale of a business in Thanksgiving trade. Exactly. And it'll be even bigger between now and Christmas. The field is ripe for a fruit racket. And that's the theory of the mastermind? Yeah, I deduced it, Gunnigan. Oh. I also deduced that Dynamite Fletcher's may be behind the rackets. Well, what do you want me to do? Go out and find Dynamite Fletcher for the cops? <laughs> That's a fine idea. Oh, look, Mr. Reed, seriously, we... Seriously, Gunnigan. I want the Daily Sentinel to make big things of Axford theories. Let's make such a noise that the police will give that Cartazzi bombing all they've got. Let's make this city too hot to hold any of those rackets that raised Hob a few years ago. Give it a double-column editorial in 12-point type. In addition to that, box a two-column item on page one. If you want it, Gunnigan, I'll write something up for you. Excellent. Maybe I can write it myself. Of course, I've only been on the desk for 20 years, but I might be able to stagger through. Well, if you have any trouble, let me know. No, I give up. Yeah. Golly, really, seems upset about something. <laughs> yes, he seems to be. Maybe that bumman has got under his skin. Give me a rewrite on this. Okay, Gunnigan. Take this to the composing room and don't get lost on the way. Yes, sir. Bates, cut this down to two sticks. Got to squeeze the first page for the next edition. How? Give me them all. Two sticks, Gunnigan, but that means... I said two sticks. And you... Hey, Jake, give me a four-column head and a two-column drop on Katozzi. Oh, where's the mog? What's the matter? Are they all dead down there? What's happened, Gunnigan? Oh, Reed wants noise about the Katozzi bombing, and I'm going to give it to him. Hello. Well, it's about time. Listen. See if you can stay awake long enough to dig out the files on Dynamite Fletcher. Yeah, Dolly Dynamite Fletcher, gang leader and hoodlum from the Roaring Twenties. F like in Funny Bone, L like in Lollapalooza, E like in Bitter End, T like in Tic Tac Well, boys, did you see my picture in the Daily Sentinel? That's an old picture, Fletcher. 
You don't look anything like that nowadays. Maybe I should have a new one taken, eh, Spud? <laughs> Smart. <laughs> With every yeah. cop in town looking for you to answer questions. Well, yeah. Bowman last night sure got the sentinel stirred up. Maybe we better lay low for a few days, huh, Fletcher? Lay low, my I sat through a war waiting for things to open up. We've got a gold mine between now and Christmas. We're going to dig for all we're worth. The cops suspect you, Fletcher. So what? Do I look anything like an old picture? No. Well, like a dip and to let me out of prison? No, you don't. That duck sure did things to your face. <laughs> now, let's get busy. Here's a list of the fruit dealers that have already signed up in our protective organization. They'll have a payment ready every week. There's a lot of them that don't understand what we mean they speak of protective organization. There's two in particular that won't understand. We'll make examples of those two. Here's the locations. You want us to give them the gas pipe treatment? Yeah, tonight. Give them the same as cartoons you got. <laughs> the Sentinel and the cops ain't gonna like it. <laughs> as if we care. last night. Oh, Mr. Reed, isn't there some way the police can stop such things? Look at this article. I saw it in this case. Two people were killed by the bombings. And a little kid was seriously hurt by the car those rats were driving. Yes, I know. An expert's more certain than ever that there's a new racket. There probably is. All three of the places that have been hit were fruit markets. Well, if the police suspect this man, this dynamite Fletcher, why don't they pick him up? They're looking for him. Trouble is, they won't get any place if they find him. Why won't they? Oh, it'll be the old story in this case. Proof. There's a wide gap between knowing a man is guilty and getting proof that a smart lawyer can't shake. Oh, darn. I, I wish there was some way to lick these crooks and their conniving lawyers. And the red tape of the law. Hello, Brent. A rants. This is the time I caught you. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have stayed so long in Miss Case's office. <laughs> How are you? Oh, fine. Uh, Miss Case, this is Rance Talbot, and he's selling insurance. Oh, here's my card, Miss Case. If you're in the market for... Oh, I'll just add it to my collection. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it seems that half the men in our class went into insurance. Oh, but seriously, Brett, I want... Come on, to... my office, friends. Thanks. It's great to see you, but uh, I'm not going to do business with you. On the level, Brett. Have you all you need? Dad set up a portfolio for me. Okay, fella. I'll let it go at that. Cigarette? No, Thanks. How do you like publishing? Oh, it's all right. You've gone to town on the racketeer bombings. I thought you had a big spread yesterday, but today's even better. Well, that's Gunnigan. He and a guy named Axford are all steamed up about racketeers rearing their ugly heads again. Uh, say, Rance, hmm? I just thought of something. Yeah? Does your firm carry a policy that would protect those fruit dealers against accidents? Yeah, we have a policy, but it's high-priced. Well, it's cheaper than repairs to a bond building. Oh, sure. Why don't you go right down the list of the fruit dealers? 
Those men need insurance as ever before. But, Red, I'm specializing in... I know that. But you don't object to picking up a few extra bucks, do you? No, but I... I'll bet you could knock off a dozen sales between now and five o'clock. Oh, now, wait. Or at least half a dozen. I'd bet on it. You'd bet on it, huh? Well, that's something. What do you bet? <laughs> Calling me, eh? Put up or shut up. All right. I'll tell you what I'll do, Rance. If you make an honest-to-gosh effort and can't sell at least six accident policies to fruit dealers, I, I'll let you write me up for an extra 10000 Make it $20,000, i will make a stab at it. Fifteen. Done. But you've got to make an honest effort. I will. <laughs> I won't know whether you do or not. <laughs> Come with me if you want to. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll have Mike Axford go with you. Well, who's he? He used to be a cop. Oh? Before Dad went west, he hired Axford as a bodyguard for me. <laughs> I keep him busy covering the news at police headquarters. Well, bring him on. I'll see what I can do. Now, but remember, if I don't make six deals, I write you up for fifteen grand. didn't suspect that Britt's sudden idea was born in the interest of the Green Hornet. He didn't realize that Britt carried Michael Axford's report home that evening and went over it very carefully with Cato. <laughs> Looks as if I'll have to buy a policy for Moran's. Yes, Mr. Britt? According to Axford's reports, he made a sincere effort, but only four sales. These dealers are afraid of the racketeers. That means they have not joined the protective organization. Oh, I see. I'll take this other list. These are men who weren't the least interested in what Rance had to offer. Do you know what that means? I'm not sure, It but... means that they're paying for protection. They feel they don't need insurance. They're the ones we're going to call on. Come on. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in his bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment house itself. This led to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Those supposedly abandoned... This building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming Black Beauty sped into the darkness. Back to our story. Phil Misto was one of the many fruit dealers who had been terrorized by the Dynamite Fletcher Gang and their protective association. In the living quarters behind his small shop, Misto and his wife wore expressions of worry. Their concern would have been even greater had they known that the much-feared Green Hornet was at that moment moving toward them through the dark side streets. Laura, Sam Kislov, he's got threat. These men may have hurt him. Just because he would not pay? Yeah, he'd be lucky. He'd be only threatened. He'd better pay what they say. For the protection. Oh, Phil, and, and where we get the money for to make the payments? Fifteen dollar every week. Sixty dollar every month. Uh, we got to pay. And more money we got to charge for fruit. Is only way, Laura. But our customers, they go to other places. Laura, other places got charged more, too. They will pay like us. Yeah. And we afraid to go to police. These men are not good men. No, no, but what we do? 
Cartosi already dead, Laura. Haskell in hospital. His place burned down. We got our lives to think of. Yes, mister, you have. Uh, look! That mask gone. Who are you? Be quiet and listen to me. That mask. He, he's the one they call Greenhorn. Oh, don't kill us. We do nothing. Mister, I came to speak about your payments. Uh, payments? Right. You've been promised protection for your store, haven't you? Yes, yes, but but you not be man who told me about paying. You be not man who come... I'm the one who's here now. Who you are nothing? The $15, it is not due. I'm here to tell you how to pay it. But this man, he told me. He say each on Friday... Listen I... to me. Yes, I, I listen. We don't want to come here to collect. You'll send the money to the address on this card. Understand? I send it, I promise. If you don't... You may get the same as Haskell and Cartosi and a few others. No. No, no. Do not do that. We will pay. I send money. I swear I will. See that you get it there ahead of time. And one thing more. Don't tell the cops anything. If you do, I'll know about it. Then you might have an accident. Remember that. Yes, yes, I, I remember. But don't hurt us. Very well. We'll have no trouble unless you make it. Kato, we're calling the next man on the list. The name is Lopez, two blocks south. Name of the dog. It is the heart. Take it easy, Lopez. I'm here to tell you how you're going to pay. Follow orders, Finkel, and you'll not be hurt. Green Hornet struck terror to the hearts of a number of people whose names were on his list. After his final call, he opened the Black Beauty wide and turned on the weird-sounding horn. Then everyone knew that Green Hornet had been in action. A few days later, Spud and Parker were in a furious rage when they reported to Dynamite Fletcher. And we didn't collect a red cent. If this is a double cross. Oh, honest, boss, it ain't. Green Hornet beat us to it. Green Hornet? Boss, the Hornets muscled in on our game. He told those guys that he was a big boss. We collected in person. Hey, hey, we got something, though. Look at these cards. The Hornet left them and told the dealers to send cash to that address every week. Green Hornet. Hey, that dirty chisel. We had a tough time, boss, but we made those guys talk. Silly cash is to be sent to this address every week, eh? I guess he didn't figure we'd be able to get any information from those fruit dealers. <laughs> any guy will squawk when he sees his wife in danger. Boys, starting tonight, we'll watch that address. We'll get that green hornet. This time he slipped up. Slipped plenty. evening, Michael Axford rushed excitedly into police headquarters, waiting a letter at his friend, Sergeant Burke. Sarge! Holy crow, man! Get a load of this! It's the best tip he ever got. Axford, you crazy banshee, take it easy. Tell me what it's all about. The Green Hornet, that's what. What? The Green Hornet, that's it. This here tells where half the guy can be found. It tells, too, that he's the guy who's heading his fruit racket. Is this straight, Axford? Here, let me see that. You bet it's straight. Maybe Dynamite Fletcher is the Green Hornet. How'd you get this? It came to the office. 
And I, and I, I mean without no name signed. And Britt Reed turned it over to me. It was likely sent by one of the victims. Yeah, this sounds like the bird who wrote it knew what he was talking about, all right. Sure. That's just what I told Britt Reed. We're going to that address. That's just what I was going to suggest. You and me, Sarge, just the two of us. If there's a lot of cops, they'll attract attention. We gotta go there quiet and wait until that harnet comes in. Then we'll nail him. I'll have a squad waiting nearby. Good thing it's dark here. This house looks deserted, don't it, Sarge? Never can tell about that. Turn your flashlight this way. Now I'll have this door open in a jiffy. I hope. This back door isn't used much. No, it ain't. But now there, shut it again. I hope the rest of the boys are on their toes. They're across the street in the alley, ain't they? Watch out for those squeaking floorboards. The green harness is in this house. He's likely hurt us. If he ain't here, don't matter. The house looks empty. We'll go through to the front and see if the front door has been used recent. Good idea. Hey, look. There's some nails shoved under the door. Hold the light close. By golly, it's beginning to look like maybe there was something to this tip after all. Mm, I hope you're right about that. But look here. Yeah. John Sloan. John Sloan. Say... All of them letters has got the same man's name on them. Yeah, I, I wonder... Well, don't stand there. Open them up. Just what I'm doing. Just exactly what I'm doing. Ah. Now, now, now what's in the first one, huh? Doe. Look here, $15. Holy crow. Now, what do you suppose... Hey, Sarge, what's that note? What did it say? Philip Misto, per the week of the 12th. Misto. Hey, he's one of the fruit dealers. I remember calling on him. Here, Axford, take this one and open it. Sure. It's as plain as day, Axford. Huh? The Green Hornet must have told these guys to send the dough here. Sure, that's it. And he told all of them to send it to John Sloan. Yeah. Hey, Sarge, here's more dough in this one. Now we got proof. So all we got to do is wait till he comes and then grab the Green Hornet. And there's another thing, Axford. What's that? The names on these notes here are the guys we'll subpoena as witnesses. By golly, that's right. Quiet. There's a car stopping outside. Hear it? Oh, golly. Keep back where it's dark and wait. I'll give the word when everything is set to nab the green hornet. Boys, it's a house. Yeah. Looks kind of deserted, don't it, Fletcher? Oh, Parker, that's the way the hornet would want his joint to look. Get up, Spud. Come on, both of you. Get out of the car and have that chopper, Andy. Hey, boss, you ain't taking no chances, are you? Of course I'm not. I want that guy moved right down. I'm the guy for the job. The boys on top of getting rid of the Green Hornet will collect that reward to send us off and form. That won't be bad either. I hope it's in a trap of some sort. What sort of a trap could it be? Well, no, Stop worrying. Yeah, that Green Hornet ain't superhuman. When this chopper starts talking, we'll get him just like I would anybody else. Stand one separate again. I'll try the door. If he's not here, we'll get inside and prepare a welcome for him. Yeah. No lights inside. Place looks empty. You sure we got the right address? Yeah. See if the door's locked. It is. But I've got a key to loop any lock of this can. You get it? Yeah. Now get it 
somebody with a chopper in case there's anybody here, Purdy. Yeah, leave that to me, Fletcher. I'll find a light so we can look around. No light, stupid. He's outside waiting here. What of the says? Drop the gun. Uh, hey, hey got somebody. Coming. Quick, the gun. All right, you spot team. Martin, grab that gun. Turn it loose on those guys. There you go. Let go. Yeah, I got this one. Stand back there and drop your gun. Yeah, wait just a mistake. Just take me eye. These guys are cops. Cops. Cops is right. And you fellas come here for your mail. Now, huh? listen, boys. You've got us all wrong. Get that light on this one, Sarge. He's the one they call Fletcher. Oh, wait a minute. Save it, just Valpine. Fletcher. He's the one that's wanted, expert. Here comes the other lads. Everything under control here? We got him. Yeah, Fletcher's got him. Did you nail the driver of that car? Sure thing. This is Fletcher. He's wanted. Well, well, well. Oh, you've changed, Fletcher. Hey, now, wait. Listen to me, boys. We come here in a tip to catch the Green Hornet. Tell that to the judge. Tell it to the Marines. Tell it to the people that sent this dough. Here, Flanagan, you and Cohen take these envelopes. Pick up all the people that's got their name inside and bring them to headquarters. Right. Now, wait. Listen to me. This is a frame-up. you got to listen. Shut up or I'll give you one on the noggin. Now, come along. we got to get to headquarters and get ready for company. Me? I remember him. He tell us we have to sign up or we be sorry. That is the guy I pay off. You, you're the one who come to threaten me. That one comes from my son. Expert, we got him cold. We got bullets from the machine gun, and they match the ones from the cartosa job. Oh, golly. What's more, that bird who got his face changed, that bird's fingerprints match Fletcher. We got him cold, and with a dozen witnesses. The only trouble is... Where does the green hornet fit into the picture? By Gary Reed, you know, I was right both ways. How do you mean, Axford? Well, Fletcher was involved in that fruit racket, and so was the green hornet. Oh? Parker and Spud were Fletcher's two sidekicks. They'll all take a murder rap. Good. But there's something I can't figure out. What's that? From the stories we got, it had seemed the Green Hand was in the racket, too. But it don't seem he was. No? Axford, tell me this. Is the racket really smashed? Suffer and snakes, Reed, it's busted wide open. Well, then that's the big thing. It's all that really counts. Why worry about the Green Hornet? Worry? <laughs> Golly, Reed, who's worrying? <laughs> <laughs> Popular radio dramas created by George W. Trentle are a copyrighted feature of The Green Hornet, Incorporated. All characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious.